Good evening, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. Greeting you as I am tucking myself into bed. I was about to read. Let's see if I can find the title. The Teaching of Buddha by Bukyu Dendo Kyokai. Kyokai, I'm not sure. Anyway, kind of a Zen Buddhist scholar from Japan. And I'm like, hey, I have not done my my daily entry. Couple of songs. Couple of songs. Oh my goodness, my Oh it's it's a little bit after midnight. But I was kind of awake. I had a nice uh I had a nice crash uh earlier on and that kind of uh put me back on a map. So, oh, a nice day overall. Uh, the weather is getting colder, but we have a very nice common area, nicely heated. So started the morning. Jonas went to help the the guys at the roof, right? So the roof is done, <laughs> and. Uh, that was nice. Nice of him to work with the guy by four hours, I guess, a little over four hours to get it done. So that was very nice. And uh, Anna cleaned upstairs a while between shopping and cleaning the furnace and cleaning the sidewalk and doing other things and cooking. I, I did things around and around. So it's nice. We'll have her for one more day tomorrow. And then she'll be taking the bus and then uh, walking our way back uh, to Bavaria, in the southern part of Germany. I've been aware of uh, of a little tension going on with uh, Jonas. I think I see myself in him. I think I see my anger in him. Also, I would, you could call it like a mild form of rebellion. I would definitely not calling really rebellion per se, but yeah, definitely on the arguing side. And uh, of course, my initial response when it happened, which is, well, one of them, it's not the only one. But one is that, obviously, I'm the authority figure. I'm the one responsible for the place, and, you know, rightly so. So not that I feel guilty about that, but I realize there are many ways. You know, there are a thousand ways to skin a cat. There are many ways to deal that authority. And uh, I'm looking for other ways. So I find myself sometimes being quiet because I don't like the only genuine response I may have at a time. So it's just better for me to be quiet. And I feel very good about that policy. You know, if it's not useful, what you're about to do, or if it's only at your service, if it's not about the other person, better not.
which makes me wonder about myself as a leader. It makes me doubt. And it is not new. There is an element of rigidity in me which is not a good thing for a leader. You know, the tolerance, flexibility to empower people in a way to be a teacher and to have a diplomatic skills. And I have some to some extent, and it does work with some people. But there is a demographic with whom it doesn't, or I have trouble with become personal. Yeah, the four agreement, don't take it personally where I do. And I have trouble to get out of myself. I'm still struggling with that. And it's bringing light to that. And I realized today, so he had committed himself for two weeks. Two weeks, and he said, you know, maybe more. But I realized when the two weeks will come, he'll be like, that'll be it. I will release him. Uh, because it is going to be challenging a little bit. Um, some of what's in me now. So, again, again, it's not new. But this one is manageable. It's not like Nathan. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be the same. So it is challenging, but this one is like, I can handle it. So I think I'm able to deal with it differently, you know. And at the same time to to take care of myself. And as I'm saying that, I realize it is shading light on a part of myself that does not come out normally. But for when I feel that way, and then it does. And it gives me a chance to observe it or to increase awareness about that part of me that feel a certain way towards certain people or whatever they may represent. And, uh, and I also see an opportunity to, uh, to be generous with somebody toward whom I don't feel that. If that make any sense, to stretch myself a little more. Anywho, so yeah, just aware of that. Um, there was a comment that was made. We were talking at a table, and there was something around the, the the COVID. So there was three of us, and then I realized the conversation was a little charged. It is just so interesting. You know, this COVID thing, it seems to bring up a lot of strong emotion in people. And he was saying something, and I was about to say something. And yes, yes, I was about to interrupt him, but the way he said, let me finish. Two things. One, he made me think of myself sometimes, the way I feel about other people, if I'm interrupted. So I definitely could appreciate it. But it also felt aggressive to me, my experience. I felt aggressed in that way. It felt strong. and uh, But I had no useful uh, retort to give. So I stayed quiet. 
And I do feel good about that because I realized my emotions were running high. And I think if if I would have responded, it would have been on a victim-judge stance. I would have felt sorry for myself and it would have been the reason for it. And I would have gone to blame to justify it to attack instead of expressing what I felt. And since I realized me doing that would not have served. And I mean, he's a baby. He's what, 20 something? I'm not sure exactly. But he's a young guy. And uh, I'm actually the mature person here. So definitely dealing, still dealing and still struggling with that side of me, which is trying to show me something about myself, part of who I am. And uh, that has been with me a long time. Those feelings. And I have, yeah, anyway, it's it's been a long road and it's still a long road ahead. So to pace myself. Anyhow, I also realized talking to Antonio, you know how comfortable I feel here. Anyhow, I was actually, well, I went into the yoga room earlier. After dinner, we actually had earlier, we served dinner sooner. And then it was done. We had three, we had two British and one Japanese pilgrims. It was a very small crowd and they were ready to eat early. So it was actually perfect to modify that. And I was glad to oblige. And I was like, well, it's going to be nice. I'm going to, you know, watch a movie. Or... And so I went into the yoga room, set myself up, brought the cat to keep him out of the cold. Because it's getting cold now. And the cat loves company. And then uh, <laughs> those other two guys ended up joining, coming into the yoga room. So it was funny. And then Antonio called, then I left. And ended up walking my way back upstairs. Because the yoga room is on the first floor. And uh, the albergue per se of the main building, the main lodging is on the second floor. I guess first floor. Ground floor. My goodness, yes. Uh, Primer piso is actually uh, the ground floor. Okay, so we have a ground floor and we have first floor. And uh, actually a second walkway. It's not really a floor, it's just a weird, narrow hallway. Strange, just to store a few things. Anyway, but it's a nice building. If you were curious, you can check out Alberghe Verde, Alberghe Verde, which is a green, the green uh, hostel, I guess, would you call it, Alberghe? Hmm. Anyway, also the green motel. Anywho, in the hospital, there we go. It's a nice place. And so, I, I went up, made myself some popcorn. The Japanese lady was still up a little bit. And then I realized she was gone, so... I had to hold a little nice cozy corner to myself and then carried on a conversation with Antonio and then uh, watched some Frasier and played a little mindless game that I enjoyed. Simple uh, puzzle solving 
Maybe it's just fitting nice. I got a little more, a little more cleaning to do in the kitchen, a little more organizing. But uh, yeah, for such a small kitchen, you can do quite a bit. Outside of, of course, the fridge capacity, which would limit. If I had a bigger fridge space, I think I would. I would make sourdough bread. I would work out a recipe here. But we don't. Yeah, and I don't want to be that involved the whole day with just making the bread and all the other things going on. So for me, it's not worth it. But yeah, feeling good. In my little room here with those two twin beds. Definitely the the change in the weather helping, you know, it was uh, getting calmer on a woman's side. I haven't looked at Tinder in a couple of days. And uh, though, you know, still interested, of course. But I realized, yeah, no need to be overly proactive. So I got I got all these things going on, you know, and then to uh, to focus on on what I have, what's in my life, instead of what I think I want or what I think I need, and that is also something I'm still struggling. The opposite sex. I think I'm not out of the woods yet when it comes to wanting versus needing. And I can feel that the, the position of weakness it puts me into. So, yeah, I'm still carrying my luggage. I, I think my life has become simplified in such a way that my shortcomings, you know, though there are some, but I don't think there are that many. And they're getting easier to identify and then to be aware. And at the same time to not be impatient about obtaining results, yeah? About getting it done yesterday. One day at a time, yeah? À chaque jour, c'est puis sa peine. I spent a little time with Babina today, checking on her and offering her to do a grocery from now on. Because I'm like, I'm, I mean, I go to the grocery every day, so, you know, she's taking care of her. I guess I'll say it. I think her dying son. And, uh, yeah, she's 94 years old, so looking for ways to help her. And it, it does make me happy. And then trying to, of course, integrate that in, uh, you know, with the other responsibility to to maintain some kind of flow to things. Some kind of fluidity to where yeah, it doesn't become something too stressful on one side that throws the rest out of a balance.
Anyhow, we shall see. But it's a good time to have that. <sighs> Sorry. And obviously, if I end up staying here, you know, with this family, it's going to mean them needing more help. So, to get used to that, to an element of flexibility, to be okay with what is, and to be able to discern, you know, when it's time to say yes, when it's time to say no. Anyway, we'll see. Life is like a box of chocolate. Hmm? Anything else interesting today that came up for me? Well, my my sister's from my sister from the Caribbean is in France, so you know visiting my mother, looking at fixing logistics about her life. And I have to be honest, I I just don't feel anything toward that. And there is a part of me that feels strange about it. But my blood family just feels so far away. And that's a thing that doesn't make any sense for me. But anyhow. I don't feel bad about it, I don't feel guilty, I'm just uh, another thing that makes me feel different than a lot of people and that a lot of people would not understand. Me being, uh, I'm not indifferent, I mean they're my sister, that's my mother and I love them, but not caring if I ever see them again. And you know, I could go to back home now and then take care of my mother and she could stay home you know I could I could do it but I don't I'm not feeling it so I'm not doing it I'm not doing it because I should or because I'm responsible or because I'm a son no and I think I know I know myself enough to know that it's it's very important to feel it right if not it's not sustainable anyhow for what it's worth I think what I'm going to be working with in the future is to really breathe, to be <sighs> to slow down ironically. Anyhow, well, I rain that thing that's enough for tonight, so that's my. Uh, now at least my nightly journal entry as I'm laying back in my little bed I'm not sure I'm going to be reading much about the Buddha but we'll get started at least so sweet dreams love to y'all and we'll speak soon <laughs>